0: Welcome to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire, a weekly podcast with Meena Kuri, an Ayurvedic practitioner and spiritual teacher who brings the ancient time-tested wisdom of Ayurveda in this time of great upheaval and global ascension to inspire you to the next level of your spiritual evolution. She will discuss all topics related to your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you ready to be free of all suffering and soar to your heart's calling? Hello everyone, I am Meena Puri, host of Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire. So talk about finding your fire and talk about being ignited. So in the last two years, I'm sure something in the outside has ignited you. Something has stirred you up. Many times this stirring is uncomfortable. It's actually very uncomfortable and it can keep you awake at night. And because the stirring comes for us to get to know our own power, the stirring comes to reorient us to our true north so what is our true north is our true essence is our soul it's something that's stirring up our soul it comes to wake us up when we get stirred we are in the process we are willing to be woken up but if we ignore or fall asleep, or chalk it out to something, something, you know, intellectualize it or rationalize it, we miss a very um, potent opportunity for really getting, digging deeper within ourselves and connecting with that deeper truth or connecting with that true north. And that's how we become powerful. As humans, we are given powers to to imagine, to intuit, and to choose. But there is a power, there's an innate power that comes. And all of these other powers to choose or to imagine and to intuit, we cannot access them until we are connected to who we truly are at the very core of our existence or at the soul level. So this connection, the path of connecting to our soul is a messy path. It's not, it's not just because you're getting stirred. You, it, it works in layers that we have to be willing to be uncomfortable. We have to be willing to be pissed off. We have to be willing to go through the process and we have to be willing to be confused, to be overwhelmed and to kind of be in a murky place within our own psyche when, because we are, we are waiting for all of this is a kind of, it's, it's a warning or it's a process to take us to the knowing. So we have to be willing to do that. What happens when we are not awake to our own truth or to who we are? You know, there's much talk about sovereignty, making choices, and freedom in our world today. But until we connect with our core beliefs, with what it is that we are willing to take a stand for, we are then not pivoting from a place of authenticity. We're not pivoting from a place of sovereignty. And when we are pivoting from that deep place within ourselves, that's the power. And it's when we connect with that, we begin to experience freedom. So this freedom, it's a freedom to be ourselves. It's a freedom to uh, speak our voice. It's a freedom to live our life and align it according to who we are and what our beliefs are. So, you know, there's, there's much to be said about that, and I made a few points, and I wanted to kind of make sure that I cover these points because sometimes in the conversation, um, when I'm having a conversation really with the screen, uh, some, many things get missed. So I want to make sure that um, I'm going to point out a few things that can be helpful in us, you know, understanding what I'm talking about when I talk about freedom and power. So here's what happens when we are not connected To our inner beliefs in a very kind of a pragmatic functional way of being or we're not uh, connected to our own source our own truth we're kind of you know living having this like kind of oblivious awareness we have no awareness then it's very easy for others to take our power away and That's when the misuse of power um, comes about. When we talk about abuse of power, it's always in the hands of another because they are using someone else's power, and they misuse it. So when we are not aware that we even have this our own power to live the way we desire, then we are susceptible to for it to be taken away. What happens when our power gets taken away? We slowly begin to adapt. We are built to adapt, but we should not be adapting to everything. So in the last two years, we have been adapting slowly and slowly and slowly. These are very subtle adaptations. And... When we adapt to something, we normalize our way of being. Okay? In order to cope, we begin to normalize. Because if we we don't want to have a battle, internal battle all the time with our circumstances, sometimes you have to surrender. Because otherwise you're just causing trouble for yourself. So what happens when we adapt and adapt and adapt? All of a sudden, you are living a life that you do not recognize so that's why it's important to gain or create or cultivate the level of awareness as to who who are you what do you stand for how do you decide how do you how do you uh, plan your life or your beliefs or how do you want to live what do you believe in and the truth is in this time that we are living in, if we don't take a stand for anything, right? Then we take a stand for nothing. Then we will kind of get lost in the shuffle. We, will, we, we run the risk of um, not knowing the direction of our life. We all have to um, know what it is that we stand for. Right, we do have to take sometimes a stand against something. So, you know, when we look around, um, it it has come. You know, the, the 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 mental health challenges that have come about is for from having to normalize a way of living that is just not normal. Not only is not normal, it's not healthy. And some of it was necessary, a lot of it wasn't, right? So at some point, we have to say enough is enough. And we see that happening in the world today when people are standing up for medical mandates and freedoms, and that's what's happening. So, you know, by the way, what's happening in the external is a catalyst for all of us to wake up. We, we, all of us to wake up to something, to wake up to who we truly are, of what life can be. So what happens when we are adapting and we normalize a way of living that is in no way aligned with how we are designed to live? We are continuously becoming then a victim of our circumstances. And, you know, the point that comes to my mind, why do we adapt to begin with? Because we are built to adapt. Because many times we have to adapt. We have to adapt to the winter weather. We have to adapt to the temperatures, the the mother nature, uh, whatever happens on the external, right? Those things we have to adapt to. Initially, all the restrictions that we had when the pandemic started, we had to adapt to them, right? But the question is, Is it now how much are we adapting and how much are we losing from adapting something that may not even be providing any added benefit to the collective, right? So I don't want to get into the debate of all that. That's not what this podcast is about. But when we are adapting, we become uh, conditioned, right? We are then subjected to the conditioning and the programming, If we are always adapting to the external circumstances, then we are always a victim of the programming and the conditioning that anybody can come and put upon you. And that's when we, you know, our light is dimmed. We forget who we are. No wonder we're having so many mental health challenges because people are having to adapt for just a bit too long. Hold on one second. I just lost um, light here. happens and so so that's the question to ask is how much are we adapting and should we be adapting should you be adapting what are you adapting to in your own personal life right so these questions when we ask the questions we are willing to dig deeper And the truth is, you know, the connection that I'm talking about, the connection with your true self is an ever going process. And it only comes upon when we are willing to, you know, dig deeper, we're willing to be stirred up, we're willing to be uncomfortable, we're willing to be in a place of, um, we're willing to be in a place where we're feeling out of source, we're not sure where to quite land yet. If you're beginning to feel, you know, that kind of inner unrest or out of sorts, what I have noticed that anytime when I feel that, and I don't know, I, you know, my answer to everything is, I don't really know what this is. I don't know what's going on. What is that? I'm trying to connect the dots. I'm trying to make sense. And. I have learned now that because it happens all the time I've learned that any time when um, I'm feeling this way there's an opening that's unha- that's happening there's a transformation that's taking place there's a little in you know, knowing that's going to be uh, available to me that is not available before so this is a process. This is how this is a process of you know, growing and, you know, and evolving and coming to a higher stage of consciousness. And we all have that available to us. We all have that built in. What it takes is that we're willing to ask the question. We're willing to question everything. Instead of blindly following, we ask the question. Why? Where? What? How? We we really have to have the mind that is able to discern. We had this is where we used to need to you know had use the mind for our ability to think through things, and not blindly following any, following anything, especially these days because we really have to take it upon ourselves to question, uh, to create and to dig deeper, and to connect with who we are designed to be, our true power is going to come from that deep connection. So when we are connected to our true north, many times I refer to that as reorienting to our true north, that's an ongoing daily practice for me, because in the, you know, in the process of living, working, dealing with the world, and so many other factors on the outside, uh, we do have to take a break, saying, okay, let's align, let's, let's just put the compass straight, let's just align with myself, so I'm always... Um, where I want to be so I'm aligned what's inside is what's showing up on the inside and if something on the outside is not showing up to my liking then the question is what's going on on the inner side what's going on on the inside that's creating that external effect so it's always coming from the inside and the work is always um, on the inside so um so this way, when we are connecting, then we begin to affect the external, our external environment, rather than being at the effect of it. So, you know, the, the freedom word is, I mean, look at, look at what's happening, you know, in Canada, really all over the world, um, the freedom rallies that are going on. And just the word freedom is, is a breath of fresh air. Who doesn't want to be free? our entire life, we seek freedom. We seek freedom from mental anguish. We seek freedom from pain. We seek freedom from oppression. We seek freedom from other people's opinion. We want to live free. And that actually is our God-given ability and power that is given to us. Until we don't recognize it, we don't value it, we're not aware of it, then we are at the risk of it being taken away, okay? It's happening in the external. So you can go back to your personal life and see where that is showing up um, in your personal life and where it may be time for you to uh, take a closer look and see where you can find that inner power where you can free yourself from the bondage of the past traumas, from the bondage shackles of the past conditioning and past beliefs, from the bondage of, you know, conditioning on relationships, on what you should be doing to earn a living, how you should be living. The truth is, everything we do, we have been conditioned to until uh, we can wake up to it. And then we realize, oh my God, I, I don't have to do this, do it this way. You know, one of the examples that comes to my mind when I was feng shuiing my home in um, Michigan, uh, one of the feng shui uh, method is not to have a mirror in your bedroom. It was, you know, so mind blowing to me because. All of us, that's all I've ever seen. There's a bed set and there's a dresser with the mirror. I never use that mirror because there's a mirror in the bathroom. We just have it because we thought the the bedroom is only complete once you have your bed, your cabinet or whatever, and you have a dresser with a big ass mirror on it. And in feng shui, you're not supposed to put a mirror in the, in the bedroom. And actually, when I removed it, the bedroom felt more serene, more, it felt calmer and comfortable. So here's the conditioning. I never even, I never even questioned. It came with the mirror, it came with the dresser. I put everything in the master bedroom, but I never needed it and I never used it that's how so we have to realize that so much of what we do is conditioned right so when when you know when the the, like a you know the shoe begins to hurt in the foot when we begin to become ignited or um, uncomfortable with something then that's the time to ask is there another way Do really? Do I have to do this way? Do I have to live this way? Do I have to think this way? Do I have to be this way? And that's when if you're conditioned, if you're living a conditioned life, all of us are, it will come forth. And then you can decide, oh, you know, asking the questions really is an expansion of the mind. We because we so much of the time we don't really tap into the endless possibilities that are available to us because we are so driven by the same old, same old, same old. We keep doing the same old thinking that's the only way, right? But there's always another way, and you know, and here's the thing like, even when you're like driving a car. In this country, the the driver is on the left side. But when you go to India, the driver is on the right side. So the point of me in this example is there's no one way to do something. It depends on where you are. It depends on what works. So life is about what's working for you and what's not working for you. If it's not working for you, is there another way for you to approach it, for you to do something? Okay. and so. And here's what happens, you know, when we are not aware of our own power, we're not free. And that's when the freedoms, before you know it, you don't have the freedom because you didn't even realize you had it until it was taken away. And then it's some it, it becomes a fight. Then we have to fight to gain our freedom back. That's what's happening outside. And many times that's what we have to do even on the smallest things in our own relationships our families in our personal lives right so you know prevention is always better than cure right so if we are if we are aware you know we really have to know who we are it's a constant reminder we have to realize we are the universe the entire universe in this body not the the body the limited body trying to live in the universe universe or pure consciousness it lives in us we're not living in it so it's a constant reminder we forget we forget in the middle of day-to-day life in the grit and gruel of life you know we get so. Tunnel vision into our problems, our challenges, into the basic uh, things in life that we forget who we are. So it's a, it's a practice of constantly reminding ourselves that we are the universe in this body, which means we have those powers. We have innate powers. We are innately designed to be free. And it's important to know that. It's important to cultivate that. It's important to be aware of it. Because when when we are, you know, we close our eyes to who you are. Well, guess what happens? Your freedoms get taken away. Forget the external. It happens in your daily, personal, day-to-day life. We have to be aware, we have to reorient. To who we truly are. This is the time to do that. This is the time to wake up. This is the time to get stirred up. This is this is what a spiritual life is. Spirituality or is not does not mean you know love and light. Let's not get to love and light that quickly. It's a path of waking up. Most of the time is very uncomfortable. And most of the time you don't have that inner peace. It comes, it comes, it comes in waves. You go through this this period of what the heck is this? I feel so anguished, or I feel so angry or I feel like so raw. It's only by questioning and taking the time to go through the process that then comes this knowing of this eternal peace. But it's not the end point of it. Because it keeps happening, it keeps happening. So spirituality, living the spiritual path is the process of getting to know yourself. How can we be ever done with that? So it's an ongoing process, ongoing process, ongoing process. It's an awakened life, which is empowering, which is freeing, right? But we do have to have the responsibility and the courage and the inclination to dig a little deeper. We do have to question. We do have to ask. We do have to tune in. We can't continuously um, distract ourselves and just get engaged in kind of routine, monotonous activities which are you know distractions that we have a lot of distractions in our life and we have to choose how to use them social media is a distraction whether you you know entertainment is the same as distraction when entertainment is all the time it's no longer entertainment (laughs) it's a distraction so and and you know it's like we we have to be so strong and so aware because it's all around us and it's so easily accessible just with a touch of the button we can be endlessly watching or listening to something it's a distraction it's a distraction from ourselves we first have to get to know ourselves so we are in a place of power authenticity sovereignty so we become the, the wayshower to others on how to live the free, powerful life. The caveat, the cost is we have to wake up. We have to be willing to go through the murky process. And we have to, willing to, we have to be willing to be uncomfortable. We have to be willing to cry our heart out. We have to be willing to feel the anger. We have to be willing to feel what it is that we feel to get to the bottom of it. So, um, and, you know, so the point of, you know, this connection to our true north Or the connection to our soul is to infuse this knowing, is to infuse the soul or our spirit into our day to day living. So, whether we are, you know, uh, working or in relationships or we're, you know, cleaning the dishes, it's bringing the presence, our passion, our spirit into everything we're doing. So that's how everything becomes meaningful and purposeful. It's not something outside of us. Purpose is that which ignites our soul and um, is that which we are able to and we can't help but infuse our soul into what we're doing right when we are living our purpose and again it's never a it's never a static thing we're continuously defining and refining our purpose. My work has taken me from being a yoga teacher to um, are you practitioner to now the spiritual teacher you know it's, it's really it's kind of. There, there's so much available and it's just the direction that it keeps going to because it keeps showing up for me that way because I continue to refine it. I continue to uh, redefine or refine it. Most of it, it just shows up and I'm following, but I'm also questioning. I'm also being aware of it. So, So, you know, when we are finding that power it helps us live a purposeful life when we find our soul our power our spirit we begin to give voice to that which needs to be heard within us so our spirit is like the light that we need to shine in our own darkness we all have it. We live in a polarity world. So we don't, you know, it's not a just, you know, I'm just going to be love and light and meditate all my troubles away. No, quite the contrary. The process itself becomes the meditation, right? It's shining light onto your own darkness. Loving your fears, loving your process, loving your wounds, loving your traumas. Is the other side of it. So this is the whole process. And so like I said, many times we think that you know spiritual people are just peaceful people. (sighs) They are. Um, But they are, but the process is when we are going. And tuning into the inner world, it's sometimes anything other than peaceful. Like I said, it's, it's the whole gamut. It's feeling the entire range of emotions and aligning. Aligning with who you are really serves such a huge purpose. It's like you can breathe again. It's like a breath of fresh air. It's like, oh, I have landed. I've come home into myself. I'm in my element, it gives you joy. it allows your soul to grow you bec- that's when that's that's the kind of peace that comes from that inner connection. It's not just pretending that we don't have any troubles. I'm just gonna go meditate instead, although meditation I can do without it. I hope you do have a meditation practice, but you get my point so lastly da 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 um. Yeah, many times, you know, during this time, a lot is happening. Um, If you are waking up to what's happening in your life, if you're waking up to um, what the external is catalyzing within you, then you're going to, it's possible your sleep is disrupted. My sleep is disrupted. Last night, 5.30 is when I fell asleep, two hours of sleep. Um, And it's, it's, it's really weird. I'm not tired. And there are times when I can sleep ten hours straight, and there are times when I sleep two hours. And like I should take a nap during the day, but I don't feel like it. I'm not tired enough to take a nap. So these are, you know, our body is the last one that follows in this ascension process. Is the densest part of our being. So it takes a while for it to catch up. So there's a lot of um, adjustments and organization happening within our own nervous system to adapt and to reorganize to the higher light, the, the, the light with the higher vibration. So, you know, these are the kind of things that are happening. So don't be alarmed if that's what you are feeling. It's okay if you didn't sleep for a few hours at night. If there's something that's stirring you and it's, you're, making, it's losing, you're, you're losing your sleep and you're digging into it, don't go back to sleep. Stay awake. Tune into it. Go dig in. Because there's something waiting for you to shed light on. There's something within you that needs to be seen. There's something within you that needs to be heard. Mm -hmm. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and close. And uh, if you're looking for uh, spiritual direction in your life, I'm excited about the uh, Spiritual Mentorship Program. I always forget to mention that, uh, that you can start anytime. So I'll put the link below. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And I will uh, see you next week. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. And we look forward to being with you next week.